0: And a number of you I uh, have met and was able to say good morning to, and those whom I haven't met, good morning, and it's good to be together with you in the Lord's house today. There are Bibles this morning I'm going to read from Psalm 116 in just a moment. A couple of things. Your pastor, Bruce Jones, I have known for a number of years... And that was from his time when he was in Meaford. And I have not seen him since he moved from Meaford down to uh, the Richmond Hill area. But uh, looking forward to seeing him, being with him uh, when he gets here also. After church, uh, Grandma asked her grandson how high he could count. And he said, I can count to 1,276. And she asked him, why did you stop there? Said, well, because the minister had finished preaching. <laughs> so I guess that's uh, how I could count. So I was thinking of that corn cob. Maybe we'll give each child a corn cob. That'll keep them busy. <laughs> while well, we, uh, we are uh, uh, preaching this morning. I'm glad they have a junior church. That's for sure. A little boy looked over at his father and said, "Uh, Dad, what does it mean when the preacher looks at his watch? And the father said, absolutely nothing, son, absolutely nothing. (laughs) So uh, I will try not to be too long this morning like the Chinese preacher whose name was on too long. So uh, we'll, we'll try that this morning. This is a great day, isn't it? Uh, Thanksgiving Sunday, boy, a great time to come into God's house, open God's word, and have our hearts uh, uh, encouraged in the Lord, especially on a Thanksgiving Sunday. Uh, It is a joy to gather together. Uh, I, I am so thankful this morning for the book, The Word of God. Remember Peter, James, and John, the Mount of Transfiguration with the Lord Jesus Christ, Moses, Elijah, the voice of God, but Peter writing later on says we have that which is better. What we have is better is the Bible, and anytime we want to hear the voice of God, all we need to do is go and pick up the book, and here is the voice of God to us today. Someone has written a poem, A Boundless Wealth lies within this book, peculiar as a treasure. And its burning rays shine in our days, availing without measure. And if we could plunge to the depths of truth and know the whole rich story, why our souls would rise to paradise, enraptured with its glory. Book Divine. Word sublime, truth so transcending, we look to thee, we follow thee for guiding light unending. And that's what we would do this morning for guiding light unending to the Word of God. Psalm 116, um, a number of things about uh, this particular psalm. One is it has no title to it. Many of the psalms have, and circumstances under which the song was written but not 116 and so we would understand this probably and it's just like anyone here this morning out of thanksgiving to God sat down and penned the words the name is not recorded the circumstances are not recorded but just because as he begins the psalm he says I am love the lord and then he says because and he goes through this uh, song that he writes and he says because of this 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 i love the lord personal pronoun is used 37 times but it's not in a selfish way at all because 15 times he mentions the lord So it's I and the Lord. In 1 John, we love him because he first loved us. And so the psalmist here carries the same theme. I love the Lord. And I hope everyone here this morning, you can say in this Thanksgiving Sunday, you know what? If I count his blessings and name them one by one, I will marvel at the blessings of God. Therefore, my heart too proclaims, I love the Lord. So let me read for you. He says, I love the Lord because he hath heard my voice and my supplications. Because he hath inclined his ear unto me, therefore will I call upon him as long as I live. Sorrows of death compassed me. Pains of hell got hold upon me. I found trouble and sorrow. Then called I upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord, righteous, yea, our God is merciful. The Lord preserveth the simple. I was brought low, and he helped me. Return unto thy rest, O my soul, for the Lord hath dealt bountifully with thee because thou hast delivered my soul from death and mine eyes from tears and my feet from failing I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living I believe therefore have I spoken I was greatly affi- afflicted I said in my haste all men are liars what shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits towards me I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows unto the Lord, now in the presence of all his people. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. O Lord, truly I am thy servant. I am thy servant and the son of thine handmaid. Thou hast loosed my bonds. I will offer to thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving. And will call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows unto the Lord. Now in the presence of all his people. In the courts of the Lord's house. In the midst of thee, O Jerusalem. Praise ye the Lord. So he begins in thanksgiving and saying I love the Lord. And the first reason that he lists is that God answers prayer. Now, we've prayed here this morning, believing this, that God hears and answers prayer. And probably if we were to search our hearts this morning and give testimony time, I'm sure that many of you can say, I know God answers prayer. And he does. Now, I know sometimes we ask amiss, we miss the mark. Sometimes there's the great picture that God knows and and little us, somewhere in there, we know so little. And sometimes we ask selfishly and those prayers are not answered and so on. But overall, we have a God. Like the sweet incense before the veil of the curtain is perfume. In the nose of God. I know God is spirit. But humanly speaking as if. I've had the privilege of traveling with a couple of missions. One in South America. The other uh, in Romania, Belarus, Russia and so on. And uh, while in these circumstances. Sometimes that's the direction. Conversation will go. Is what has God been doing? How has he answered prayer? What is happening? And I could give you lots of illustrations this morning. But on one occasion, this story was given to me. That was during the communist years. And if you travel in Russia, all of the older people who lived in the communist years can give you stories of the hardships that they endured during that time. He said, "Um, on this occasion... In the country of the Ukraine, which was a part of Russia then, uh, the KGB, the the secret police and so on, came in this small town, just a small little town, and uh, they arrested the Baptist pastor, and uh, they sent him to Siberia. Um, Most who were sent to Siberia never returned, but the little church prayed for their pastor. He was sent to Siberia. He made it to the camp where he was placed, labor camp, and uh, about 400 uh, men in the labor camp. They had a policy at the labor camp that every day one man was selected. Their name was Drawn, and that man who was selected was set before a firing squad and shot. The sight of the rest of those at the camp. And uh, having witnessed this on several occasions, the pastor's name was drawn out of the hat and he was lined up before the firing squad. Just before the command was given, the headman of the, of the camp came out on the porch of his little house. And he said to the man in charge, He said, Who are we shooting today? He said, uh, Gave the name of the man. And he said, what is his crime? His crime is is that he is a pastor of a church. He asked him where he was pastor of. And the man named this little community away off. I mean, the Soviet Union, a huge country. It's 11 different time zones across the country. But out of that, there's one little tiny town. And he named the town. The man in charge said, That's where my mother goes to church, set him free. And instead of being shot, he walked out of there a free man. Out of that, when he got back to his little church, he started a little Bible college. It's only about 10, 12 men. It was that all of these years through. He has since passed away. His son is the head of the Bible college. About four years ago, things began to change. And today in that Bible college, 600 students training to be pastors, to go out and to spread the gospel throughout the Ukraine or Belarus, whatever country they are from, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. God hears and answers prayer. I could give testimony, I suppose, of many different things, the same as you this morning. When our family, we have four children, we're very young. Remember um, uh, Chrysler, uh, Plymouth, and Dodge? They were in financial difficulties. And so uh, they came out with the K car. Well, we bought a K car and our little family uh, in the K car. We hadn't had it that long when uh, lots of uh, problems with the K car. The motor went in the K car and so on. We didn't have money, folks. We didn't. Uh, the bank account was always around zero or just below it seemed. And, uh, and you know, you pray. And I, I wasn't praying, you know, in tears and sincerely, oh, God, how are we going to get our car fixed or anything like that? Yes, Lord, I don't know how this is going to work. Just help. Now... The day that they phoned and they said, it's fixed. Motor's repaired in your car. I forget the exact figure. It was a large figure for back, especially at that time. And it was something like $713. That very day, we went out to the mailbox, opened the mailbox, and there is a check in there. There is money in there. And I don't know who sent the money. I don't know where it came from. 700 I mean, it was an odd number. $713. Now, the car was fixed that day. Whoever sent the money sent it days before. But it was exactly, exactly the same amount of money. And all you can say is, God hears our prayers. And I trust you can say this morning, I love the Lord because God answers prayer. Secondly, he says, uh, now, again, there are more. Some I'm skipping over. But in verse number six, I like it because it says, he preserveth the simple. And the Hebrew word that's there means to be spacious. You know, you you, you talk of some person who who doesn't make a good decision. He said, and they're not listening. They're sort of out in space. That's what this word means. It means to be naive. It means uh, to be foolish. And I think to myself, oh, boy, that's, that's me. Because sometimes I have not made good decisions. And uh, you think to yourself, oh, man. I wish I could live that over again. I wished I could do that again. I remember one time, our oldest son, I spanked him. And afterwards, I found out what he was really doing was something to please his mother. And to go to your son and say, "Son, I didn't understand. I got it all wrong. I'm sorry." Sometimes we don't make good decisions. But you know what? The Lord's still there. He still cares. He still loves. He still puts his arms around you. Mother was trying to teach, uh, at least giving her son the opportunity to take piano lessons. And uh, in the city that they lived, uh, the great penis Paderewski was coming. And so she thought uh, she'd take him to hear Paderewski. Maybe something will rub off on him, and he too will want to be a pianist. She got there early at the concert hall and was talking to a couple people that she knew. The lights flicked. time for Paderewski. Everybody get your seat. Everybody gets their seat. And she looks around. Where's her son? He's gone. He's gone. Where is he? Where is he? She looks up on the platform, and there he is seated at the piano. And uh, he starts playing twinkle, twinkle, little star and everybody's (laughs) laughing (laughs) and so on. Paderewski comes alongside and he sat down on the piano bench with the little boy. And he whispered to him, just keep playing, just keep playing. And he put his arms around and both sides, his hand flowed on the piano, twinkle, twinkle, little star. And was all finished a standing ovation at the beginning, not at the end. And sometimes in our our weaknesses and our failures, the Lord puts his arms around and he fills in beautifully with us in our simplicity. Then he says in the next verse, for the Lord hath dealt bountifully with me. I love the Lord for that. And in verse 12, what shall I render unto the Lord for his benefits towards me? Ah, all that God has given and done. Now, we live in a country here. We don't have a want of food, do we? Not like in days past. I remember Uh, speaking to those during the times of the Depression. And literally, they would not have food on the table. And how they prayed, and food came in. But we today, we have lots of food. Uh, We've been in the country of Chile. Right now, it's their springtime. They have fresh strawberries coming in because that's the time of the year it is there, and they're planting their tomato plants and so on. And some of you were talking before about, about your gardens and uh, something with garlic. Now, I, I don't know that I like garlic all that much, but lots of people do. But to have an abundance, Brussels sprouts and all of the, the sprouts. I don't care for Brussels sprouts neither. It's about the only two things. This <laughs> is not my favorite. But we had lots of cucumbers, lots of tomatoes, lots of peppers. I've been giving them up and down the street to, get the, uh, to give them away because you have so many. And that cob of corn, I didn't know either. They have a thousand kernels. You plant one and you can get a thousand. God in his goodness, he gives us air to breathe. Um... It's his world. It all belongs to him. Sometimes we say, my car, my house. No, it's not. It belongs to God. He's the one who's created, and He's the one that has given it to us. That is why we can give freely to Him. He is so good. The fall time of the year, the beautiful leaves, driving here this morning, the sunshine, just like Moses in the burning bush, it's a flame. Beautiful. Water to drink. Most well, so of people don't have clean water. Um, when we first moved, does it, anybody know where the village of Varney is? Oh, good, there's a few of you. That's where I grew up, this little village of Varney. We moved to a farm there, and we, we, we didn't have um, hot water. We, we had water from a spring up in the hill, ran down the pipe, And uh, that's what we had for water. So to have a bath. Remember the big old wash tubs? And you put some hot water in, cold water in. Uh, The father, he got to go first. And then mom and then the children in order (laughs) down. And I think that's where the saying, don't throw the baby out with the bath water came from. Because by the time it got to the baby, it was pretty dirty. (laughs) Yes. But we have a bath. Last night in the shower, that's what made me think of this. Last night in the shower. Turn on the shower. You have hot water. Oh, we are a blessed people. And so the psalmist says, all his benefits. In the next verse, I will take the cup of salvation. Oh, there's a good one to pause on, isn't it? I love the Lord because of salvation. That I as the sinner, all have sinned. I'm short of the glory of God. Every mouth may be stopped and all become guilty before God. The word that Paul uses in chapter 3 of Romans is unprofitable. Good for nothing. I am of no value to God. Yea, less than zero. Because I am the sinner. I cannot do what God created me to do. He created me to bring honor and glory to Him. But because I'm a sinner, I am cut off. I'm of no value to God. Nothing. Yet God loved us to send His Son to the cross of Calvary. There He died for a sinner like you, me. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved shall be saved, whoever, you, me, anybody else. One day at a breakfast table with my mother, I prayed and cried out to God, I am a sinner. Lord, save me from my sin. And in that simple simplicity, my sin was given past, present, and future to the Lord Jesus Christ. He paid the penalty at the cross of Calvary and he clothed me with his righteousness so that we're made right with God. The best day in any person's life is the day that you pray and receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. That is the best day of your life when you become a child of God. The psalmist says, I love the Lord. He is my salvation. And he says in verse 15. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. Well we're all going to face that. Unless the Lord Jesus Christ comes and lifts us out of this world. But the death of the saints. In other words saint there sometimes. Times past the church has made this. That a saint is a special group of people. Not really. The moment you receive Christ as Savior, there are about 10 words in Scripture that describe a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. Follower, disciple, servant, so on. One of those terms is a saint. And a saint simply means one set apart for God. So any person who has come to Christ is a saint. And to think ahead, all that God has for us. Not be like this world it will be very, very different. In scripture, it's pictured three ways heaven is. It's pictured as home. It's pictured as city. And it's pictured as a country. Some people like home. You know? It's like you've been traveling for a while. You get home and you say, Boy, am I glad to get home. You know? And some people just love their home that God has provided. I just enjoy my Some people, city, particularly myself, but some people like city life, you know. Busy, 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 go, 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 go here, go there, see this, see that. And some people like city life. Some people even like Toronto. I don't know about that. Uh, Some people like country. Uh, I like country, you know. Go for a walk bubbling brook, shade trees, birds singing. This time of the year, all of the different colors. Oh, it's a joy. Whatever you picture heaven as, the best that you can picture. The Apostle Paul says when he had a glimpse of heaven, he said, I'm not even going to write about it. There are no words. There are no words, whether it's German or English or, or Hebrew or, or Chinese. There's no words to be able to describe The glories of heaven. That's where we're headed, folks. For that bright city. That fair country. Heaven is our eternal home. Little girl walking through the graveyard. And somebody said to her, aren't you afraid to walk through the graveyard? And she said, oh no, my home's just on the other side. That's our eternal home. So he says, all of these reasons, he says, I love the Lord. He answers prayer. I love the Lord because sometimes when I'm foolish and simple, God still watches over. I love the Lord for all of his bounty. I love the Lord for salvation. I love the Lord for the eternal home that is mine. So he says, what I'm going to do in verse 17, I'm going to take a sacrifice of thanksgiving to the temple. I'm going up to Jerusalem. It's like he sat down and, you know, he's been thinking, 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 all these reasons. And so he comes to a conclusion. Now, there are times, set times, to take sacrifices to the temple. But this sacrifice of thanksgiving, you can take it any time you want it. 365 days of the year. It was open to take the sacrifice of thanksgiving. He's been sitting there and he says, God's been so good to me. You know what I'm going to do? I am taking a sacrifice of thanksgiving to the Lord up to Jerusalem. And so the psalmist ends the song with these words, praise ye the Lord, hallelujah, or in Russian, Slavaboga. up to the temple. I trust as we're here this morning and, and uh, you, you think of all of the good things that God has done and given to you, that our hearts shall be thrilled with praise to the Lord. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, it is good to gather together with God's people. And it's good for us to recount The goodnesses of God towards us. You are all in all. You're all we need. There is nothing more. You created us. You own this world. You have placed us where you have placed us. And so help us to fulfill that which you have given us to do. To give glory to God glory meaning to speak well of you and so help us to do that even so as we close this morning in jesus name amen